0: Another year with these guys.
1: Host game press conferences. I didn't really like my first Reed, so I was
0: just winning to playmaker mode. Game
1: previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your
0: host, JG
1: You're listening to The Cho Show only on the suave Report.
0: Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Show Show podcast presented by the Swap I'm your host, Jonathan Goodo, aka Jay Just Move. Before I bring on today's guest, the very first guest in this sport, I-, I want to take the time to thank you all over here on Spotify. You know, it's a time of year where that Spotify rap warp, whatever it is, where it shows your highlights if you're just a listener, like your favorite artist and such. But from a creator, it shows you all kind of analytical numbers. And I was afraid to click on it because last year at this time, to be honest, we had three subscribers. It was just not good. So I was scared to click on it, but I clicked on it anyways. And I'm really glad that I did so because... I, not only are we up to 22 subscribers now, so I appreciate each and every one of you. Between this and the YouTube channel now, we are at over 100 combined subscribers. I just... That blows me away. Uh, looking at the numbers, though, we're at over 110 streams, which means that's as many times people have listened to a full episode. I know we had a few episodes that had 30-plus uh streams so i i greatly appreciate that uh we had over 530 listens which basically means that's how many times people have listened to at least part of part of an episode again blows my mind away and probably the most shocking thing was i i knew we'd we crossed state lines right because mr ridgeway uh mr brown Right, like I I knew we crossed into different states, but apparently we've crossed international waters here and had listeners in five countries, including the UK, Australia, Canada, and even Iceland. Iceland! Like I did I I don't know how they found us, but I mean I'm 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 all for it and I just I just really appreciate each and every one of you. That take the time every every week to listen and, and 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 follow along. Um, it just means the world and just just know this is only the beginning. Like I said, I have great things planned for us here. Uh, including today's episode. Including today's episode, I've touched on wanting to expand the coverage beyond football in the off season. Don't worry, there will still be plenty of football coming your way. Um but We have a different kind of football player. As you know, it is the World Cup time. Soccer is taking center stage. So I figure this is a fantastic time to bring on one of UCO's own soccer players. So I will go ahead and introduce our guest now. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma, Ford Amaya Grace. Amaya, thank you for taking time this evening to come on and talk to me. Uh, Could you start by telling the listeners and viewers out there a little bit about yourself?
1: Um, my name is Amaya Grace. I play soccer here at UCO. I just transferred in the beginning of January. Before that, I was at University of North Texas for the fall twenty twenty one semester. And then right before that, I spent two years at Central State JUCO.
0: Okay. So now before uh, way, way, way before <laughs> that now you, you were you were a district MVP state champion at Little Elm High School. Now, for those of us who's been in Oklahoma their whole life, <laughs> what is, I guess, first, what was it like growing up in Little Elm, Texas?
1: Um, so I've been in Little Elm my whole life. I went there from kindergarten to till I was a senior. So it's really grown up. There wasn't a lot to do much. But ever since like the city grew up and then you have Frisco, Denton, Dallas around you. um, I don't know. There's, there's a lot now to do. There's so much to do. um, Sam volleyball. Um, I played soccer there for a little, a lot of sports going on there. It's a really great town. I, I miss it so much.
0: And, and so now on the conversely, what is the, I guess the high school soccer scene like in the state of Texas?
1: So, yeah. Oh, so in Texas, I would say, obviously, football comes first before high school soccer, obviously. Um, The 5A and 6A are really, you know, like your top dogs is really a big deal rather than, you know, your 4A, 3A, 2A. But um, specifically for Little Elm, it's always been a big thing, but we just didn't have, I guess, the talent or coaches we had a lot of like coaches changes even before I went to high school there um to just kind of like bring together like a championship culture but when I got there it kind of got bigger and meant a lot to, I know a lot of girls I know a lot of younger girls came to our games and wanted to play with us so it's definitely grown soccer in general has grown in Texas so much but specifically like in high school I think um recently within the past like five six years it's gotten even bigger
0: So now you just mentioned you had little girls coming to you all's games, supporting you, watching you. Now, Mm -hmm. knowing that you have an impact on them from a standpoint of them possibly looking up to you as a role model, did did that add any more pressure to you that you had on top of what you put on yourself?
1: I think it does a little, you know, even like at the UCO games, little girls come up to us and like, They talk about, oh, we want to go to UCO and they take pictures with us and you kind of want to put on a show for them to show them like what it takes to get to this team, to be on this team, to be so successful. So like, and I know some of the girls too, like seeing them grown up, um, it's, it's a lot of pressure, but also like the reward that comes with it, like after a big win, like they all want to come up and take pictures with you and hang out with you until like you leave. It's a, it's really rewarding.
0: Uh, and obviously mentioned earlier, you had a, a pretty massive win. You all won a state championship your senior
1: year. So, scribe, so, <laughs> so describe. So okay, wait, 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 wait. So whoever wrote that about me is wrong. Oh, I God. so I didn't. <laughs> so I didn't win a state title. We had a historic season, though. We, um, what were we? We were like eleven, one and one. We won the first ever. Um, district title oh my gosh district title for girls soccer at little elm and then we lost in the second round so i don't know who said i had a state title i'm not <laughs> saying i didn't have a state title i'll take it but we did not have a state title but it was a historic season
0: okay now i what to know it was three i'm not gonna name the sites there was three different sites that had that so i was like really? oh, okay
1: this is <laughs> probably verify. Okay. Well, I, 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 I wish. I wish. I wish I did. Okay.
0: Okay. Then let let me rephrase that question. Let's pretend <laughs> like, like that. That was not asked. Okay. So then let me, let me rephrase it. What was like? Wait, now first, I should ask. Did you earn district MVP at any point? I
1: I did earn district MVP my senior year.
0: Okay. Now we <laughs> rephrase that question. <laughs> Okay, so what was it like earning that district MVP?
1: Honestly, that was that was not even like in my head. If you would have told me that, like the beginning of my senior year, um, I had gone through some things like with my previous coach, because I told you we had um, three different uh, coaching. uh, Oh, my gosh, can't talk. Three different coaching changes with head coach and assistant coaches. So I actually quit. Right before um, playoffs, and I didn't play in the playoff games my stop, my junior year. And then we had Coach Cordova come in as our head coach, and me, him, and my mom talked. And if you would have told me I would have got district MVP, all the accolades that I got, I would have never believed you. Um, I really couldn't have done it without my team, and then like my Ford. If you ever read about that Landry Townsend, um, I don't know the team. It was it was such a special year. Like nothing ever. I've never been. On a team, except for probably my team here at UCO that works so hard and is so determined and goes through all this adversity and just blows it off and then just is on to the next game.
0: And, and you mentioned the coaching changes. You know, obviously we've talked a lot. A lot of the football players on here they just went through a coaching change last year. Yeah. you went through apparently several. So like now, how? Yeah. What? What? what I. I guess, what is an experience, experience like? And and what would you say probably is like the biggest lesson that you learned from that experience?
1: Yeah. So my freshman year, I had a the high school coach who actually coached me in middle school. She was she came over to coach us in middle school soccer. Um, she left and then I had a whole new coaching staff change my freshman year. Then they left um, and it was just kind of like continuous. There was nothing that stuck except for um, Coach Swinney, which was my assistant coach my junior and senior year. And just like going through that change, it's kind of hard to build a championship culture. It's kind of hard to have girls bought in because, you know, the next year, like who knows if the coach is going to leave. Like my freshman year, the coach told us, I think right before the school school got out and we were all shook. We didn't know what was happening. Um, I think like the biggest lesson is that you have to get girls to be bought in. Um, I think that's hard, obviously, with the coaching changes. But just letting girls know and reassuring them that we're going to take this one step at a time. Um, I'm still going to be here through the season. Like I'm not going anywhere in the middle of the season. I think that's probably the biggest lesson from that standpoint.
0: So after that topsy turvy career, okay, mm. you 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 then signed with Seminole State. So now what? What was it about Seminole State that made you decide that's where you wanted to at least begin your college career?
1: So um, I had been getting recruited by a lot of like Division One's, Division Twos. Um I had a really variety. I could go kind of almost maybe not Division One, but Division Two, probably anywhere I really wanted to. Um, but. Trigger warning, I got I was like in this weird situation from my freshman to junior year, I was kind of bullied. I stopped, like, I I didn't have a love for soccer anymore. I fell out. um, Once I kind of, like, got my license, I stopped kind of showing up for school. I didn't turn in my work. um, And, like, I quit my junior year. So I kind of just fell out of soccer. And then I actually, when Coach Cordova came, my senior year of high school, um, he kind of showed me the love for the game, like, made me remind myself, like, why I spent all this years, um, all this time and money on myself to get better and be as good as I am today. And so going there, um, you have to go through the NCAA clearinghouse. I didn't have the GPA to play Division One or practice, so I had to go Division Two. but my goal has always been to play Division One, so I knew I had to graduate from the JUCO. So it's funny because I, went, I was at an Oklahoma State ID camp because um, I wanted to go play there, and my head coach, Dan Hill, came up to me. He's so sunburned. He's, he's just, he looks like a tomato sometimes. His eyes are burnt. He's burnt. And he comes up to me and gives me his card. And he's like, my name's Dan Hill. I coach for Seminole State. He asked, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm with my mom. As he turns around, I literally rip the card up. I throw it in my bag. And I'm like, I'm not playing Juco. Um, I'm not doing that. So then that's, that's the summer going into my senior year. He texts me, happy birthday, Merry Christmas. Um, he, like, he's texting me. He has my number. And I ignored him for the longest. And then I think the week before National Signing Day for soccer, I think is in February or January, sometime now or in a couple months. Um, he saw me in Houston at an ECNL game. And he was like, do you like steak? Like, Just come on a visit. I'll take you to Hibachi. And I said, well, you had me at Hibachi. Let's go on a visit. (laughs) So I take my dad all the way up to Seminole from Little Elm and we go to Hibachi and the bill's like probably ninety dollars. It's all four of us. And I was just like, I met the girls and like he told me like he's not in a rebuild. He wants to win the year before they lost in the tournament that would put them into the national tournament, I think. And I was like, Well, okay. This is the only coach that wants me right now, JUCO wise. Like he, the way how he recruited me was the best I've been recruited probably. I was like, you know what? Like I'll take a chance. And obviously, like my career at Seminole was amazing.
0: Now, I mean, uh, look, that, uh, <laughs> do we have to tear the card? Off the, I, 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 mean, I had I mean, to. I had what? to. Okay. He was, well, was why did like you me. have to tear the card though you could have just put the card away and never used
1: it What you have to feel the need to tear it up he just he he scared me when he first came up to me and then I was like I'm not playing Juco like he obviously knew I was there for OSU because I loved the way that Colin and Justin like played so I was like he obviously knew I was there and I was like no I'm thank you and my mom was like, he was weird. I said, I don't even know who this guy is. It was just so awkward. But then I regret because he, he said, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, happy new year. And he brought that up on my visit. And I, was, I felt so bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's, cool. <laughs> oh, oh, that's cool, buddy. Though. Just it was. It was.
1: it was. And the fact that he still recruited me and did all he did for me I don't
0: know. He has a good heart. He has a really good heart. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, hey. <laughs> that's that, uh, well okay. Now, way So obviously moving from little Elm to Seminole, I'm going go on a limb and say that was a big adjustment. Not only are you in a different state, but like mm-hmm. Seminole, I imagine Seminole. is, is not where near, nowhere near as hopping oh. as little Elm. So what, oh what was that adjustment? Like?
1: It, it was so hard at first because I'm in Little Elm. I'm in the Dallas, Metro, like I'm in the Metroplex. I can go anywhere. Dallas is 40 minutes away. Fort Worth is maybe a little under an hour. Like just going to a small town that didn't have a lot was such a huge adjustment. Can't go out to eat late at night. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to do in Seminole, but Seminole State. And I didn't know anybody when I came in. and I was super nervous on just making friends if the girls would like me, I just, I really didn't know how everything would went or go, but, um, honestly, it was probably the best decision I ever made. Um, you find stuff to do there eventually, you know, you're going to, you're going to find, you're going to get bored. You're going to go to Shawnee. You're going to go to the city. You're going to go back roading. You're going to go hang out with other sports. So it was a really big adjustment, but honestly, I wouldn't trade it for anything else.
0: And 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 now, because I've, I've gotten the, this from baseball, from football players, but from a soccer player standpoint, what is that Juco experience
1: like? Oh, we were in the boonies. We, no one knows this. So, like, when I tell people, like, especially when that was at, like, North Texas, like, and it happens everywhere. It's not just North Texas, even here, like, just complaining. I'm like, at Seminole, I didn't have a soccer field. We went to a park where a girl actually tore her ACL the first day we were out there. We drove all the way to Ada to use ECU's field. Um, That's 40 minutes. That's just a 40-minute drive there. And then we have to go when ECU's not practicing. Or we would go to Shawnee to the club fields, which were terrible. And girls got hurt, rolled our ankles. There was dust. Like, we didn't have a soccer field. Um, There was no weight room. We had this thing called the Wellness Center. But there's only... It's not like the one at UCO, like there's only a certain amount of like racks, weights, treadmills. Um, And then if we if it rains, right, there's we can't go outside. So we have to wait for basketball or volleyball to get out of the gym because it's their season as well um, to either practice in there or we go train at the wellness center. But it's on a certain time because that's open to the public. So. Just like when people complain or anything, I'm like, I had no soccer field. The food wasn't the best. I'm, re- I'm a, the pickiest eater in the world. Um, so it's probably in my room with like a skillet that I'm not supposed to have and a hot plate. I'm probably cooking something in my room. It's probably stinking up the whole dorm. Like, it's, I'm just like, be grateful. Because the I was in the boonies at Juco in Seminole. I was, it was so bad.
0: So so now you never got busted with the hot plate? I mean, because I imagine if no. the spade was that yeah,
1: strong, that someone would have, I mean. I <laughs> well, luckily, like I was at the corners of each, because we had like apartment style dorms. So I was at the corner of like each dorm at the two years I was there. And the RAs would stay in the middle. And then if we had like room checks, shove it under something. They just kind of peep their heads and like, okay, it's good in here. But I never got caught surprisingly. Cause that would have been bad. Like you're not supposed to have an air fryer. Me and my roommate, we would like heat up our, um, our biscuits or our food from the calf. Cause like, we wouldn't want to eat there. We'd grab it, take it back to our rooms, heat it up in the air fryer, go back to sleep. <laughs>
0: now, now dare I ask why you didn't want to eat it in the cafe? I, I just,
1: so we had mandatory 7:45 breakfast. And when, COVID hit and after like we all got back from school I had all online classes and so sh- did she so we would walk in show our faces say hi to our coaches get our food and leave because we just wanted to go back to bed <laughs> or sometimes like we wouldn't even get food we would just show up show our faces say hi and leave and go straight back to bed until we had training
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I will. I will say, as someone that was a community college student at Rose State, on uh, the food. Uh, oh gosh, the food.
1: Rose State—that's our rival. That's our rival. I do not like Rose State. Don't say that to me. That's that's fine. <laughs> <words. laughs> <laughs> that's our rivals. I do not like them at all.
0: <laughs> it's oh, a nice campus,
1: though. It's it's a nice campus, though I will say I am jealous, but I do not like Rose State. Cause I don't know if you know Avery, Avery on our team, Avery Holland. Um, she actually went to Rose State and I have no recollection recollection of playing her. And when I came here, she was like, You look so familiar. And I was like, Well you don't. And so like when I got here, like we talked about, I was like, You went to Rose? Yeah, I don't know if we can be friends, but now like she's my best friend in the world. Like I it's just crazy how like we hated each other. Obviously, when we went to Rose, when she went to Rose, and I went to Seminole, but now like that's my best friend. I'm not gonna lie. I had
0: no clue that was the rival. I'm just gonna be honest because like, and it's sad because I worked in student <laughs> paper. I was the sports <laughs> editor. I would know. That. Yeah, I had no clue that that. Well,
1: that okay. Did well. they have Did they have soccer there when you were there?
0: Yeah, we had soccer. They just played like. During the day, during the week, yeah. where no one could cover the games?
1: So. Yeah, <laughs> oh no. We played, I think we played at like, I think on Sundays we played at 12, and then I forget what weekday we played, but we played at like 1 or 2. So like, they always had their baseball team come, so we had to bring our baseball team and our softball team to come. They had to show them out. We could, We couldn't go down bad like that. <laughs> Especially it being such a close game, like we had to have someone there.
0: That now, out of curiosity, not so what? What was your record against Rose State?
1: So, okay, so my freshman year, we tied them the first game. It was like 109 degrees. We played double overtime. We tied them, and then I beat them twice that year, and then we beat them. Two times my sophomore year. I don't. I don't think we played them three times my sophomore year because of COVID. So, I'm a, I'm up on them. I never lost to them. That's one thing I can say. I never lost to Rose State. That's the good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, that's ah, it's tough. I know, <laughs> I know.
1: I know. I know. I can never oh, lose I'm for Rose I'm oh, up to Rose State. Oh, anyone course. else besides Rose? I'm a poor
0: Raiders. Oh, brutal.
1: <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, now, so now you mentioned all the hardship, struggle, however you want to call it, mm-hmm. that you had. So, like at at any point during that, did you question whether or not it was all worth
1: it? Oh, for sure. I I was like, well, do I even like? Do I want to play? I know that I wasn't going to more than likely go to a team in division one that was had the potential to win a national championship. So I knew more than likely my chances of playing pro in the United States was probably slim to none. So I was like, is this even worth it? Do I love the stress that this causes me? Am I even happy playing soccer? Should I try playing something else? Should I just try to be um, a normal person and just go to school and then work? But I don't know what I would have done if I did that, I don't know where I'd be. I don't even know if I'd be at UCO. I don't know if I'd be in school still. So I think, I think about that. And I'm like, I'm so happy that I was just stuck to it. Just went through the hardships. And obviously like I'm here now and I'm so grateful.
0: So your, your first year, now according to my research that, that may, I'm questioning now, but <laughs> you started 22 uh, of the 24 matches you played in. Yeah. Uh, you were all region. Uh, mm-hmm. Second team, you mm-hmm. scored 15 goals, you had 18 assists, you had five game winning goals, you, you, you had 104 shots. Now, oh, yeah. coming into that season, did you expect the level of success that you
1: had? This was my freshman year, right? Yes, man. <laughs> 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 I feel like I've been in college for so long. I'm like, what did I do this season? Um, I think I had, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, just because of the season I came off of just in high school, I, I don't know how many goals I scored. I knew I was up there with Landry and I know I set like the assist or whatever record, but, um, I had a lot of pressure on myself. Like I had a printed out schedule of like all the games we played. I stuck it right next to my light switch in my dorm. And every time like we played a game, I'd write down the assists, the shots and the goals I scored. So I was pretty hard on myself. I'm glad I had that type of season, but probably not as many goals. I thought I was going to be um, just a little average, but I think I had above, to me, I think I had above average season, but um, yeah, to even like do that, I was super impressed with myself just um, with like everything that I'd been dealing with just like up until that point.
0: So the, the following, the following year, obviously is mm-hmm. 2020. We know that's the COVID year. So now what, now what was that experience like in, in, yeah, because I'm I'm curious to see like how did that how did that how did it all play
1: out? So obviously we didn't play till the spring, but how our classes were set up, soccer was a class on our schedule. So we practiced with our coaches every single week. And it was kind of hard to like practice for from August to December and have nothing to really look forward to because we couldn't play anybody. Um and just like you're just it feels like you're kinda almost working to nothing. But uh, spring season came around to me. I felt like I had a sophomore slump just, but if you look at the games and like how many goals or assists I had, we didn't play any preseason games. Like we didn't play any exhibitions or games before like our conference started, but it was hard. Like, I think we missed two games because the other team had COVID. We had so many girls out with COVID multiple times. Like me and my roommate actually got um, quarantined like the first week of school. So it was kind of hard to like navigate, you know, even like where I was even going to go because COVID obviously just happened. And then people are deciding to play their fifth years. So, um, it was weird. It was so weird to not play until the spring, the end of spring, actually.
0: And and, and so now that that whole, so that whole fall when you're, when you're just practicing, I know talking to, to the football guys, some of them, that was really starting to affect their mental. Uh, yeah, do you have a similar similar struggle
1: with that as well? Yeah, like like I said, like practicing towards nothing, and really until because the national tournament wasn't till the end of May, I'm pretty sure, or maybe the end of June. But so you have all that time to think about. Okay, what are we going to do? Um, it was just kind of hard to just keep practicing. Um, Obviously, like, people getting sick, now you don't have enough people to even practice. Now you cancel practice. Or, like, when we got quarantined, now you're just stuck in a room for almost two weeks doing nothing. Um, so, like, mentally it was kind of hard just to, like, pull myself out of bed and keep practicing and just keep focusing towards the end of the year. Uh, and
0: so you make it through that season. You finish mm-hmm. your Draco career. Open these stats are right. 37 right. starts in 40 games, 21 goals, 20 point on assist. So when you look back at a legitimate experience that you had there at, yeah. at Seminole, what, what kind of sticks out to you the most about your time there?
1: Oh, gosh. I think just away from soccer, I would say all the memories that you make with your teammates and, like, even other teams. I've had great memories with just everybody I've met there, you know, like, especially the girls. Um, On my JUCO team, my coach said it to me like the first week of preseason, my freshman year, like these are the girls that are going to be in your wedding. You're going to be lifelong friends with them. And I still am really good friends with all my teammates. But soccer part, I'd probably say the national tournament. I've been to national tournaments. I've been to the ESPN tournament, Disney tournament. And the national tournament is just something bigger than any of those. Like you have everybody watching you. All eyes are on you on a national stage. So I'd probably say the national tournament is like the biggest thing that kind of stuck out for me.
0: Uh, and so then after your time there you you end up at North Texas so then how mm-hmm. how does that become the next step in your soccer journey
1: so i had been i've known john which is the head coach i've known him forever obviously being so close to north texas in little elm he knew of me we've known each other for a really long time and i could have gone to other places but Going back to North Texas, I think, was really comfortable for me. I knew girls on the team. I knew how Coach John played. Um, so it was just kind of easy for me. And also, I missed being in Texas so much because my parents actually live in Vegas now. So when they moved uh, December 2019, I hadn't been back in Texas since then. So I just missed North Texas so much. So That's why I really picked North Texas to go to.
0: Uh, and so you you according to their website, you played in seven <laughs> matches. <laughs> you played in seven don't do matches. Three. I, just, I, just, I just I don't, want to don't do I the don't feel confident. don't first one. So you played you played in seven matches. You took five shots, putting two on goal. I, I guess in your your brief time there, now, now obviously you kind of fulfilled a dream you always wanted yeah. to play division one soccer. Here you were playing division one soccer. So what did that mean to you to achieve a goal that at one point you thought you never would be able to do?
1: Oh, it was it was so surreal. Like even I was at JUCO my freshman year, I knew I could play Division One, but obviously I had to graduate. So playing Division One was kind of like in the back of my mind because I was just trying to focus on graduating with my degree and then um just focus on the two seasons I was there for ultimately. But it was so surreal, like just getting all the gear, being around like this whole staff. Because at JUCO, you know, you don't have that much supporting staff. So when I got there, like everybody welcomed me with open arms. It was so amazing.
0: So then, what? So then, what? What led you to decide to move on from North Texas after that lone season?
1: Yeah. So. Um. It was ultimately, I wasn't happy being there. I had, like I said, an amazing support staff. My strength coaches, Becca was amazing. Like that's a perfect person to look up to. And then I had a great nutritionist help me with like getting on a meal plan because I wasn't eating enough. Um, but I really just didn't feel like I was being used to my potential. Um, obviously you can see in stats, I score goals, I assist. I feel like I'm a playmaker. And so at some point, I'd be playing center back in practice. And I'm like, coach, I'm the worst defender in the world. I don't even think I'd put myself there. I'd probably put a goalie before I put myself there. Coach, I'm telling you, I'm being mature. I'm being a good person. I'm telling you, you will lose a game if you put me at center back. I've never played center back in my life. And I'd practice there. I'd be at outside back. I played holding mid. And I'm like, coach, what are you doing? And then they just throw me at forward. And I was like, okay, let me try to make something out of my, obviously I didn't play that that many minutes, obviously. But I was like, let me just try to make something out of this. And then I just didn't feel like I was being used to my potential. I wanted to go somewhere where I would like put my mark on something, you know, like make a name for myself, whether that be at North Texas, Seminole, UCO, wherever that meant. Um, but I just didn't feel like I was being used the right way. So I decided to leave, but I'm so grateful for John, Alexis, Dylan, everybody who recruited me from there to even give me the opportunity to even step foot on campus.
0: So, so now when you were looking for your next home, I guess now, Mm -hmm. so aside from wanting to be used in a more prominent role, like what Mm -hmm. else were you looking for in a potential school?
1: (sighs) Oh, Honestly, I had no idea i re- the only school I reached out to was actually u c o like i had the portal kind of it's kind of crazy like the night I entered the portal at like twelve o'clock, whatever day I did, and I was getting emails and phone calls from coaches by two o'clock as i'm on as I'm driving home so I didn't really know what I wanted to. I didn't like do any research. I wasn't even planning on um transferring until the end of the semester because my contract was still good for another semester. And then I knew Moni on our team, our captain and I was telling her what I was going through. And she was just like, you'd probably like it here. And I always heard about UCO. I've seen UCO. I've always thought it was a beautiful campus. And then obviously I knew about um, the standards that coach cook and coach Mel have here. I was like, well, let me just watch a game. I watched their Emporia game where they beat them. I think two one or one zero. I was like, you know what? I think, The way that Coach Cook and Coach Mel play, just the style, I think that would fit me well. And they actually recruited me. I play forward here, but I don't even play forward. I play holding mid or I play attacking mid. Sorry. So, I feel like the way that they use me, I wish I would have been used somewhere else. But I love UCL. I'm so glad I'm here.
0: So so when you when you when you came, what what was that adjustment period like? Because here you are once again moving to a different state, yeah, again. So yeah. so
1: what? Again. <laughs> It was so crazy. I was actually home in Vegas and my dad was like, well, "Where are you going to live?" And I was like, "Well, I, I don't know. The I'm not living in a dorm, dad. I'm not living in a dorm. I did that for 2 years. I refuse. I'd rather live on the streets than live in a dorm again, dad. The dorms are just I just I did my time. I paid my dues. I'm not living in a dorm, dad." So, I was probably for a week straight i was researching apartments in oklahoma city apartments in edmond i was researching wherever i could live and i ended up i live in oklahoma city but um it was that was just crazy just trying to find somewhere and then uh i missed like the first two three days of class because i applied obviously in december and no one was in the offices around december so i had to wait I'm calling a mel. I'm like, coach, like they're not, they're not admitting me into the university. I can't even sign up for classes, coach. I'm, they're not going to let me in. And then just like trying to even find my classes, I I didn't even know where I was going. I didn't know what I needed to do. I got like parking tickets the first week. I didn't even know where to go for a parking pass. It was so crazy. It probably took me like a month to like month or two to even like unpack my whole house. It was so crazy.
0: Yeah, those, those those parking tickets, not nah, not. Nah. They are, they, those are on the table.
1: <laughs> they they are stingy about their jobs. They do their jobs really well. They need to work for the city or something. Because give me a, I'm just like give me a break, man. You see the plates, Nevada. Come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. yeah.
1: No. <laughs> they do not tickets, care. They do I not really care.
0: <laughs> oh, that's bad. So, so you finally get settled in mm-hmm. uh, that, that first, your first game in the bronze and blue, what was that experience like?
1: So my first game was against um, OU in the spring. If you want to talk like spring semester, but um, well, we lost seven zero, but that's besides the point. Um, just like the grit and the work that the team did, obviously, you know, once you get down three zero, in the first maybe 20 minutes, you know, there's probably no coming back, but just seeing like not, no one gave up. And I think that's when I was like, okay, this team has a lot of potential to be something great. We just need to adjust a couple of things. We had girls missing because of COVID people were sick, but um, I don't know. it was such a surreal feeling. Like when we lined up, like we did the international walk and like, I started crying because I really hadn't played in like a whole semester. So it was just, it's kind of like a feeling of, ah, okay, I can relax. Like, let me just do do myself, um, just focus on the game and play the best of my ability, and then everything will take care of itself.
0: Uh, and then as a team this season, I, w- when when do you feel like you all kind of hit your stride?
1: Oh, my gosh. I would probably say that the Washburn and Emporia weekend, that was – Both those games were so crazy. Like, I think we were kind of up and down. We dropped some games that we really should have won. But then we won some games that I know that probably what everybody else in the league thought we weren't going to win. But winning those two games, we were down both games at halftime, 1-0. And um, like Eden Jones and then Monty, we were just like, we're not losing this game. Just how we're playing. Are we playing our best? Probably not right now. We just need to pull it together. We're not losing this game, and just to score uh, those three goals to come back was crazy. I think we kept just peaking and peaking and peaking, but I'd say those that weekend was crazy for us.
0: Now, uh, uh, now maybe non soccer fans, soccer novices hmm. might might hear. You're only down one nothing at the at the half, yeah. Like, right, yeah. but like, that's yeah. a legitimate deficit. So like,
1: it's, yeah, uh, I don't. <laughs> Well, because we had never been, I don't think, well, so UCM, we lost 1-0 with the last like three minutes. So that was the, UCM was the very first game that we were ever, that we lost and that we were ever down. So I think probably like all the seniors were just kind of nervous how all the, young because our team's super young. So we were just kind of nervous how they would react and how they would take it. But um, like you said, like 1-0 is not a big deficit, but seeing how Emporia played, Emporia is a really great team. Um, seeing how they played, I was kind of nervous. I was like, we can't get scored on it again, but we need to find out how to score so we can at least tie this game up. So it was just, it's kind of like that, that aspect, that that's a really good team. And it's super hard to score against Emporia, especially.
0: Uh, now, so now, because uh, obviously you you had a heck of a season, right? Mm-hmm. You you led the team, the goals, mm-hmm. you had four assists, you had five game winning goals, you were fitting the conference and goals scored. Seventh mm-hmm. in assists, sixth in total points, second in game-winning goals. Y'all, then you ranked ninth in both shots and shots on goal. What mm-hmm. what kind of led to your offensive offensive success this season?
1: I think just, um, just like in practice, it kind of starts in practice. Like my back line just going as hard as they can on me to make me better. Like I don't know if you saw Kylie got all region with Monty, but Kylie's probably one of the best defenders I've ever seen um at the college level so having her work hard against me give me a tough time to try to score on her kind of gives like once I score on her I'm like scored on you Kylie gives me the confidence but um and especially on Caroline Caroline's the hardest person to score on Abby um Avery and Olivia are so hard to score on like they give I have to place the ball against them like it's not an easy task especially against the goalies but um kind of starts in practice with Kylie and then with our offense, just kind of collaborating off of each other. And then it kind of just goes in a game. Like the last cup, the last half of the season, I felt like we were super creative. We weren't kind of just like very direct because we had been a little direct towards me. I'm not the fastest player. So when they kick it, I'm like, Oh guys, come on. No, 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 no. Just play me the ball and I'll play you guys in you score. I'll, I'll, I'll sit back and assist." but, um, it just kind of all clicked. Starts in practice, like I said, and then just the creativeness has to go off in game. So now, okay, now
0: because I so you, you had twenty three shots on goal. So now, what yeah. what constitutes a good shot? Like, is there a certain feel, certain look you see before you're like, yeah. okay, this is a legitimate shot? How does that kind of kind of go for? You?
1: So, if I get any type of separation between a defender I'm more and I'm in the box I'm more than likely going to shoot it regardless if it's a little bit contested or if the goalie's like right there if it's in the box I'm shooting but especially if I get any separation but if it's anything kind of longer range I'm kind of looking for is the goalie off her line are the center backs even like ready are they turned sideways like not paying attention to me
0: and and then now so when now I was wondering this because when it comes to penalty kicks, I feel like it's <laughs> like I don't want to say the equivalent of a basketball free throw, but like it's one on one. So now that I gotta be a chess match with you and the goalie. Yeah. Do you feel any more pressure
1: on a penalty kick than you do on a normal shot on goal? Oh, oh uh, definitely. But I like to go first, like any penalty kick, if it's at the end of the game or if it's the only penalty kick during the play of the game. I'd rather go first. I'd rather just take it. But it's it literally all comes down to confidence. If you're confident in where you're going to go and how you're going to place and how hard, then, in my opinion, you're more likely going to make it unless the goalie makes a really good save and she gets lucky. But it's meant for the player, in my opinion. But you have to be confident. But it is it is really stressful to me.
0: And and th- now you have five game winning goals. So now, like, yeah. what? Obviously, right? You hear about the clutch gene. Is it a thing? Is it not a thing. Uh, I just like, how are you able? I guess to rise to the occasion in those pressure situations.
1: I think it's just because I am a senior. Like I've played all those years of club, high school soccer. I've played at the highest level. Um, I think it comes with experience, but. It comes with my team just, like, trusting in me, trusting to get me the ball. You know, if they have open shots, a lot of times they'll be like, give it to Amaya because um, they trust me. So I'd say probably it comes from them, but just being confident and just calm. I used to be super – like, I had a lot of anxiety, super nervous, and I'd probably miss the goal, honestly, if I was right in front of it and There was no goal. But I think Coach Cook and Amel have just calmed me down. I've just been like, just place it, relax, just be confident.
0: Now when you when you look at the season as a whole, obviously you individual, obviously the team was able to make it to the postseason. What what kind of sticks out to you the most about this 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 season?
1: Probably just the adversity we went through. Um our uh what's it called? Our summer um camp didn't go as planned. We had Eden had COVID, she couldn't run for a little bit just' cause, just because of like all the what all COVID just brings with her in your lungs and everything. Um we had the best summer camp. We had girls hurt uh, super early on. So I was just saying like the adversity. We fought through so much and we got a lot of experience to our freshmen who if you would have told me we started almost all freshmen, I would have said no, there's no way. There's no way. They're they're they seem a little scared, they seem timid, but this is such a young group and they have a lot of potential.
0: Now uh ask me if it was last week, the week prior. You you made the announcement you're coming back for what you're calling a grandma season. That's the first time I've heard that term used. So before I ask where that term came from, what, what led you to the decision to come back for another year?
1: So I wanted to come back, obviously, because I didn't think that that my sophomore year of college, I didn't get everything that I should have eligibility wise um but i kind of just wanted to come back and like i said put, make a name for myself put a stamp on uco soccer they're already so great and i think that the girls who are returning i think we have a lot of potential to even go farther like this season obviously didn't end how we wanted to um so we just need to kind of adjust things this spring this summer but i just wanted to come back just to use my fifth year of eligibility say i did it but then Take this team somewhere where they haven't been yet.
0: Now, the term grandma season. <laughs> now, was that is that your was that in the Maya Grace original or the store that I've that phrase? I mean, where I've, did that come from?
1: I've I've stole it from people. I feel like I've heard it for a little since COVID and fifth years happened, but I said grandma season because I'm the oldest on the team. And then when like all my seniors leave in my class, I'm gonna be the oldest by like, I think a little over a year. So these are all my grandchildren. These are all my kids. I'm the grandma. I'm the mom of the team. I have to make sure everybody's in check, make sure everybody has their IDs when we go on the plane. Like I'm, I'm, I'm OG. <laughs> now, the
0: million dollar question is, are you ready for that, though?
1: I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I felt like I was kind of the grandma of the team already because I am the oldest and I obviously am a senior. so. Just in general, a lot of the younger girls kind of look up to us and like turn to us in like hard times. But I'm so ready to be. The, I'm ready to play my fifth year. Like I can't wait a whole semester to play.
0: <laughs> now I, I gotta ask because you you earned second team, but now I, I I have to ask. Given the success you had this year, do you feel like you should have been higher?
1: So I obviously would have liked to be higher, but seeing the girls who obviously made first team and UCM swept, obviously rightfully. So they did had such a great season. And then I think um, I don't know her last name. I know her first name is McKenzie. She plays for uh, EC, no ESU. Um, no, no. Oh my Emporia. Sorry. I'm still, I'm still remembering the names of the teams I play against Emporia. She, she rightfully so deserved that position. She had, I don't even know. She probably had like 19 goals this season, but I would have liked to be higher, but I'm still happy that I even made a team because that was going into the season. I obviously didn't score. I didn't score any goals for a whole year. Um, I didn't score all spring semester. I obviously didn't score all fall semester I was at North Texas. So I was kind of going through a rough patch, just like trying to find my groove again, just trying to get in, back to like the confidence of scoring and just finishing and closing
0: out games. Um so I guess my my final soccer related question for you would be so now <laughs> obviously I know this season like just ended but since you can't wait <laughs> for next season what what uh what are your goals for your last year of soccer?
1: Uh <sighs> I think my goal individual goals or team goals? Uh both. Okay. So I think my individual goals is just to build on um this past year. I told my coaches that I would get in the double digits in schools this year, but obviously fell short of that just slightly. So I'd probably say just at least get double digits um, in goals. And then I think team, I think just to have a great year, I think close out games that we need to finish on top um, and go to the national tournament, but not just go to the national tournament, win games in national tournament. Um, That was a big thing in high school. You know, We said we wanted to go to the playoffs, but not just go to the playoffs. We wanted to win some games. So I think that's just my goal, to win games, go as far as we can in the national tournament, because we deserve it.
0: Well, uh, before I get you out of here, we do this with Mm. all the due guests, kind of some more questions. Mm -hmm. Now, I I normally ask this question, but I I, I know the answer to it before I ask, but (laughs) I, I I just okay, so Correct me if I if I'm wrong, but you are both a Dallas Cowboys
1: <laughs> and a
0: Kansas City Chiefs fan. Now I'm not i talking, I'm, I'm just saying some might look at that and Everybody say that must be an say. extreme case of bandwagoning going no, on because no. what could deduce you're from Texas, you can be a Cowboys fan, that's yeah. fine. But then to be a Kansas City Chiefs okay. fan.
1: I know. I, I that's looking kind of suspect. I'm okay.
0: just
1: I'm just saying I know. that. Oh, I know. So obviously I am from Texas. My parents told me if I was a boy, my name was gonna be Dallas Aikman Emmett Grace. So I don't know if that's a blessing or if that was um it's like general booty. I don't know if I could be mad at my parents or not. I don't know, I don't know how to feel. So I'm glad I didn't get that name though. So I've obviously always been a Dallas Cowboys fan, but how I became a Chiefs fan was my senior year. I was working at this place called Apex in Fort Worth. I was getting ready um, in spring for my season at Seminole. And Patrick Mahomes works out there with uh, Bob Stoops, he's the owner. And I'm putting my stuff in a cubby. I had known who he was, I watched him the season before, and I knew who he was at Texas Tech, but I was just like, oh, Chiefs are cool, whatever putting my stuff away in a cubby. The shadow comes over me and I'm like, oh my gosh. I start sweating profusely. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's, oh my gosh, who is this man? I was starstruck, honestly. And then he was like, hi, how are you? I said, I'm good. And I walked away. And then I met his now wife. It was his girlfriend at the time. And then I saw his, Puppy, it was, he's just, him and his wife are so, such nice people. And I was like, I can't hate this guy. So then since I'd been following in the season before I followed him, I think that next year, I think they won. It had been 2019 or when I went into uh, my freshman year, uh, seminal that Super Bowl, I think they won that year. I want to say they won that year. And I was like, well, nah, great. And I like Ty- Tyreek Hill I loved Honey Badger when he was at Texans and then when he was at LSU. So it just it just happened, honestly. My dad hates it so much. He hates it. My mom bought me a jersey for my 21st birthday. He was so mad. Because, <laughs> like, I have, my, I have my Zeke jersey from, like, 2016. It's all messed up. I don't wear it. Ugh. I just I love being a Chiefs fan because either which way, I know I'm going to win every weekend.
0: I mean, I –
1: not
0: you can't hate Patrick. Mahomes. you can't I mean, hate
1: Patrick Mahomes. No, he's no, no nice I'm not person. saying
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that and, and the and the reason why now it makes sense, we can tell mm-hmm. you're not a bandwagon fan. Yeah. But now
1: we can't <laughs>
0: say no matter what, you're going to win that. We, I mean <laughs>
1: well, depending on the
0: balance though, it's just you know,
1: <sighs> they're having a great season. I'm waiting for OBJ to come over. I'm waiting for him to come over. We we beat who we beat the Patriots. We probably already did. I don't even know. We beat. Yeah, we beat New York. He just needs to come over. He needs to stop playing. He needs to come over. Be a part of our offensive weapon. Come on.
0: Yeah, But see, we well, see. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If he wants to win in the playoffs, though, I, he need to not come to Dallas because yeah. you know, they, don't, they don't win in what the playoffs. I'm just saying. I'm just saying now. I don't, I'm just, I'm
1: just
0: I now, don't I'm just, We
1: opposite. got CDs going off. We have we have. Um. Oh, my gosh. Can't even think of his name right now. You're putting me on the spot. He tore his ACL in the playoff game. He caught the ball, tore his ACL. I can't think of his name right now.
0: Michael Gallup? You're talking about Michael Gallup?
1: Yeah, Michael Gallup. I don't know why we got rid of Amari. That made no sense. But we can add OBJ. What? And we have Mike on the defense. We have, uh, we just have great defense. So no one's scoring on us. We just need people to score for us.
0: Yeah, Yeah, but I felt like, wasn't that the thing? Last year, and then you lost to Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, I, I'm, uh, just, I'm just uh, throwing this
1: out there. I mean, that's yeah. It, I mean. d- Dak. Dak just need Dak just needs time, and now we have Tony actually playing more reps. So we're good. We just need another wide receiver who's gonna make a play. <laughs>
0: okay, I just I, okay. Now, now I know. I know. I had um, Kellen Coburnson on here. He's a big Cowboys homer. All right, he assured me they're going all the way this year. Now I, I oh, told him you yeah. might not want to bet on that. But uh,
1: <laughs> I say, I say we'll go to we're in the NFC, right? Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. we I say we beat Jalen. I see we barely beat Jalen. We beat him, but barely. Hopefully, they have a lot of injuries that game. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute! So you have no confidence?
0: And that I'm saying, was give me a full strength.
1: I, I don't know. I I wanna see I wanna see ugh, I don't even know. I wanna see Chiefs and Cowboys in the same in the same game. But then I win no matter what. No, 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 no.
0: Because you would have to be pulling for somebody though. Like you couldn't just go in there and say, the Oh, whoever wins, yay. No, no, you gotta
1: choose the somebody. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, I want them to win, but if Dallas wins I'll throw on my Zeke jersey. <laughs> Proud Cowboys fan. We done born. See, That's I what I would like,
0: say. <laughs> like you couldn't do that. It, I mean, has <laughs> it has to. It has.
1: That's how it has to be. Now
0: I will <laughs> say, I will say, as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, no, I, I, I have a slight grudge with the Kansas City Chiefs. Because Patrick Mahomes should be wearing the black and gold, and then they jump like 80s. Oh it it oh it it hurts to his fans dearly because that's
1: you don't you don't miss Juju, you don't miss Big Ben?
0: I mean so, I yeah. do, but it was like he was gonna be the succession that we don't have to see the Ben Roethlisberger that we did last year who struggled to so, throw ten, 10 yard slants. I mean it just <laughs> it like derailed the yeah. whole plan. Like yeah the, the plan was
1: <laughs> You even had Chase Claypool, you had Chase. You could have just <laughs> give it to Chase. You got the Steelers, oh gosh.
0: I mean, we tried to give it to Chase, but he kept dropping the football. I, I just it, it it derailed the play. The play it was it was written in stone. We get Mahomes; mm-hmm. he's the heir apparent. <laughs> we keep trying along, and the Kansas City has to go and ruin that. I mean, we still mm-hmm. got T.J. Watt. Out of the, I can't complain, but it's just. Oh. Then we had to take mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph, and it, it, it's, it's oh just it's been bad. It's been very, very bad. Mason
1: Rudolph. I remember when he was at OSU. Oh gosh. <sighs>
0: I don't I don't think you understand the the, the pure <laughs> sadness anger of that pick was just oh
1: I haven't even heard about them are they still in the NFL? I have heard nothing about the Steelers.
0: Wow. Hey I have <laughs> oh, we 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 won Monday night, thank you very much. So Against uh, two Against the Colts. But the wins oh. a win. Hey, hey, it was...
1: Cowboys are playing the Colts this week. Yeah, we oh. are. Big doves. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy, Deb. I don't even have
0: to watch that game I don't even have to watch that game I'll watch the Chiefs game <laughs> I'll just, okay, just leave it alone i okay. We leave it alone I, 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 okay, okay, I, I, I just say i just have you know I want it known the Steelers are one of the most consistent franchises in football Mike Tomlin 15 years 15 non-losing seasons So, yeah. probably it but I'm, I'm going to keep riding that streak and tell it to otherwise
1: yeah.
0: Okay. okay. Uh, well, let's see here. Okay. Um. Well, okay. Now, your favorite Cowboys player?
1: Right now, Tony Pollard. He is so tough. He is so tough. He's so little. His yards after contact are crazy. I love Tony, but I still love Zeke, though.
0: Now, OK, now, now, do you do you feel like the Zeke slander, though, is warranted or or, or is it blown out of proportion? Now, some, some are questioning whether or not he should have gotten the money. Should they cut him, give the money to Paul? Like, how are we feeling about this?
1: I don't know. I like I like the two running backs. I like how they balance each other out because, you know, Zeke is going to go like right up the gut. Obviously, he's big enough. But, you know, Tony's kind of hard to catch because he's so little. I love the two running backs, but some of the Zeke slander is warranted because everybody knows his rookie year, hurtling people, running through. He was crazy. He played the way he played at Ohio State. Now, I don't know. Maybe he's not getting enough reps. Maybe he's not being put in the same situations as Tony, but I like the two running backs. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, now, Do we also believe Dak Prescott can uh, succeed in clutch situations which he has been spotty at best so
1: far? I think they need to run the ball more. (laughs) Because obviously, statistically, they do better throwing the ball less. But he does make crazy throws in clutch situations. But I think just run the ball. Run the ball. Yeah, but you
0: can't. See, but they paid the man a lot of money to throw they the do. ball. They can't and just...
1: he's a franchise player. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he needs better um, O linemen to give him more time in the pocket. And if he needs to escape, he can escape, but that makes me nervous because of his ankle. But Cooper Rush, is, Cooper Rush isn't that bad, so I'm not that worried if Dak can't play.
0: Yeah, I just I don't know. Dak laden game with turnovers though. It's just like what are we doing? Just double yeah. team the guys like that. It's
1: just why would you throw that? Just throw it away. Right? See, would it is... never. Patrick would never. See, <laughs> <laughs> I always have a second option. <laughs> yeah,
0: it just it's just that your second option happens to be one of the. Okay, all right, all right. We we'll leave that alone. Yeah. We we'll leave that alone. Okay, <laughs> we got that. We got that cleared away. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So, okay. Um, well, oh, no, I should ask now, Are you, are you into basketball?
1: Uh, not, I would say not that much. I watch it. I'm more of, I don't have a favorite team. I more have favorite players. One favorite okay. player, honestly, Giannis. I love Giannis. He's such a great person. He's so cute. He's so nice. He got better at free throws. In the in the finals, I'm so happy for him. He's such a great person. I watched his movie about him and his brothers. I like him. Listen, I have
0: nothing against the man, but see, as a Brooklyn Nets fan, it just
1: pains me. The Kevin
0: Durant foot on the line. it's... oh,
1: I was actually in Dallas getting sushi after because what he he had made that those clutch. Um, those clutch shots to tie it, right? And then he put his foot on the line right after. And I was like, his foot's not on the line. And then the interview, he was like, yeah, I had my big foot on the line, my big fat foot. But I'm not a Brooklyn Nets fan. That's when y'all had, oh, no, y'all didn't have James Harden yet. I'm not the biggest fan of really James, Harden. You know, oh, yeah, James Harden.
0: We, we had James Harden. We had a James Harden on one. And I, I never wanted James Harden, but it's... Yeah,
1: no. I remember when he wore a fat suit to practice. <laughs> And then the next, day, the next day, he got skinny. I was just confused. I don't know how it works. I have a lot of things I feel like I don't like. I hate Ben Simmons. Hate Ben Simmons. What's the point of wearing a shooting sleeve if you're not going to shoot? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. And I he, watched had, his... he had 20 points the other night, thank you very much. He did. That's surprising. That's surprising. That's really su- actually surprising. That's surprising. But he doesn't shoot the ball. He doesn't shoot the ball. They're, I bet you they were probably – were they free throws? You
0: know, I don't – I'm assuming they were probably either like layups. I, I doubt he was yeah. actually taking jump shots. But
1: yeah, he's not taking any jump shots. He's not – he's he's a pass first. He's a pass first player.
0: <sighs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's a journey, I tell you. It's, it's a journey of his next, man. It uh, – it is. Ah. It's just an endless, endless cycle of sadness. You know, you just you're bad. You get decent, then you get hope. Like th- yes, we can do it, and then you just, it's just yeah, you're,
1: you're
0: let down. Let down. I mean, like at least the Lakers fans got their ring out of the whole deal. I was just, uh
1: Lakers, bad.
0: yeah, <laughs> very, very <laughs> bad, uh, Okay, let's see your your favorite hobby outside of soccer.
1: Oh. Um, I love playing sand volleyball. That's all I did for the past four years when I lived in Texas, my last four years there. Or I love to shop, which is not a good habit, but it's a it's a habit. And then I love to paint. I'm not a great artist, but I love to paint. I have like three canvases in my closet. I drew like SpongeBob on one of them. It was so good.
0: Now, (laughs) now how long how long did it take to perfect the SpongeBob?
1: Oh, it only, I did it in like a night. I was so bored when I was in North Texas, um, like in downtime, because we only could work out so many hours during the summer before, like our coaches could actually see us. So it probably took me like a couple of four hours, but it's it's a great painting. It's so good. it from the na- like from the naked eye far away, it looks really good. But close up, you see all the mistakes I made. It looks really good. Yeah,
0: okay. Mm- Let's see. Okay, now you mentioned you like shopping. Dare I ask what the what the go to store is?
1: Oh gosh. Um, obviously makeup. I love makeup. So Sephora and Ulta, but oh. probably, uh, I'll, 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 I I could spend all day in there. Um, oh. probably, Paxson, uh, Nike. Oh god, what else is in this mall? I forget. I love H&M. I feel like they have great dupes for everything. My aunt told me it was like something they would take like stuff off the runway and make it affordable. That's why I shop there too. Uh, I don't know. There's not that many stores here in Oklahoma, but I, I'll, spend a, I'll spend so much money if I see any shoes I want. That's my worst habit. I have too many shoes. I have too many pairs of clothes. I have so much clothes. I need to throw it away.
0: Okay. Now with the shoes, now what, what is the favorite pair that you, that you oh. currently have?
1: My favorite pair, my off-white fours, my favorite pair. I got them for graduation when I graduated JUCO. My favorite pair of shoes in the world. They're dirty. They're beat, but I'll wear them to the death.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> OK, OK, OK. Um, yeah, I just, before I move on, you mentioned Sephora. I, my aunt drags me in there every time. Oh. It's,
1: it's, uh, great. it's It's so great. It's, they have stuff for men. They have stuff for women. No, you can. No. They have cologne. They have no. body wash. They have.
0: No, it's not great. <laughs> it's,
1: just, it's not great. I'd, so... I'd spend all day in there. It's such a bad habit. I need. I literally need my parents to cut my card in half. I would spend all day. I'd spend all day in there.
0: Huh. So bad. So bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so bad. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, okay, your 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 favorite TV show.
1: Oh, gosh. What TV shows do I watch? I'm going to think about this. Oh, I love Impractical Jokers. That is my favorite show in the world. I mean, right. yeah, that's a TV show. I don't know if you've ever seen it. And then I love, I've probably watched... um the office like four times already.
0: Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. See it's pretty basic. Um, okay. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh let's see. Okay. Are you uh do you play video games at all?
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. wait. Wait, I have an iPad because our coach takes our phones on every away trip. So I have to keep myself entertained somehow. I have I love Minecraft, so I guess that's a video game. I love Minecraft. My teammates think it's so dumb, but I love to build um, I have Madden on my phone and or my iPad and I love to play Uno on my phone.
0: Okay uh, I, I um, will say I will say the mobile version of Uno is, is, is pretty fun okay It like,
1: is you can, you can stack on it's so great. I love it. <laughs>
0: okay, you're like, okay let's see. Uh, your, your favorite musical artist.
1: I don't want to have so many. J. Cole, J. Cole, Drake, uh, Kodak, Lil Wayne. I love Taylor Swift. That's probably about it. That's probably like my top. That's my top right now.
0: Okay. Now, I've I've asked this, <laughs> I had to ask this question because you brought Lil Wayne. I ask this every time. Now, are we old Lil Wayne or new Lil Wayne? Oh
1: old i like his new i definitely like his new but i just i like old wayne better i don't know why i don't really know why i grew up listening to a little bit of it um little wayne mm, love him still love him but the old wayne i think is better it kind of turns me up before a game like we play music on like our speakers if we have a home game or like we bring this portable speaker on away games so little wayne put that on right now
0: Okay. Now, are we old J. Cole and old Drake, or are we new uh, J. Cole and new Drake?
1: I didn't start listening to J. Cole until like I got into high school, so I feel like that's probably his new era, but the warm-up, I love the warm-up. I don't really don't know his older stuff, but I'd say his newer stuff for J. Cole, and then Drake, I love all his stuff, so probably <sighs> his new stuff, honestly, except for that Nevermind album. I hated that album. That was probably the worst album in the world. I hated it, but I have a shirt, but I have a shirt from that album. So do I hate it or do I just support them? I just support him. I hate the album though, but I love my shirt.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Okay. So given the the top ones that you named, Mm -hmm. do, do you have a favorite song in general? Like above every other song, this is the song of songs for you.
1: From one of them, J. Cole, Workout. That's such a classic. It's a banger. What? I would, I would, it doesn't matter what the mood is. I'm playing that. I'm playing that. Like, okay. if you came to any of our home games, I mean, I dance regardless. I don't care what the music is, even if I don't like the song. But if they played Workout on the field, I would go crazy. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Now I, I ask every Texan this because <laughs> I I dare I'm big into the uh rap scene down there. Now I were mm-hmm. you did you ever attempt to listen to any of the rap scene down there? Like Paul Wall, those kind of guys, Slimshaw, of Truth, Zero. Did you ever attempt to listen to any of those kind of guys?
1: I don't know why Paul Wall sounds familiar, but I don't know any of those people. <laughs> Oh, that's tragic. I feel like I feel like I should. I feel like I really yes, should. Yes, you're <laughs> maybe if I maybe if I like heard a song, I'd be like, "Oh, I know that person." But none of I those should. names stick out except for the first one.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm, have to send, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Send you, I'm gonna send you. Yeah. Yeah. i send you a list yeah, this is yeah because we have to. We have the right to find Why? Why are you the only Texan I've talked to? at does <laughs> No. Everybody else knows who they are. Every 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 other Texan that I, I've talked to so far, at least knows either someone listens, loves it. But I just I've never gotten just.
1: Are I, they I my age?
0: Are. What the guy? Yeah, I mean it's like what? Um, yeah, about your age. I mean now what? Now two of them are coaches, but like the other ones are about your age, so.
1: I don't know who those <laughs> are. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say like Mo Three. I don't even know who you're gonna say, but Paul
0: Lawson. I, I don't know why that name sounds familiar. Uh, Paul, I'm trying to think what. Um, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of what mainstream. So because it's been so, I, I, I see, I'll send see you. I'll just see you. I'll see you a list. I'll send you a list. Okay.
1: Next rappers. Is just <laughs>
0: oh, oh my soul is hurting. I'm hurting already I mean, first year. I mean, first year. I'm a Chiefs fan. Oh, yeah. yeah, Chiefs fan. Then Rose State's arrival. That's just. (laughs) Giannis (laughs) fan. She's worse, worse. (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's see. Okay. Your your favorite food?
1: Steak. Oh, my gosh. I could have steak every single day of the week. I would not care. I would never get burnt out of that. I love steak so much.
0: Okay. Now, is it rare medium rare or well done
1: medium medium rare is it's still alive medium well anything past medium is burnt i would never eat that my mom likes it rare and i'm i'm like mom it's mooing mom it's alive it's it's still alive me and my dad hate that it's so nasty that should be illegal someone should they deserve jail for that that's so nasty Wow. That like okay. can't be healthy. That can't be healthy.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, like yeah, but the steak.
1: That's, No, that's like putting the steak on the grill, searing the searing each side, and then handing it to them, saying, "Here, eat this live cow."
0: <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> see, see, I get criticized because I, I personally like my steaks well done. I, ju- I just do. I just, I don't know. I just, it's something about like not fully cooked meat that just scares me.
1: Maybe so if it was I like just, a ribeye. Maybe if it was a ribeye, but a sirloin well done, I don't know. It might be a little dry. You might need some A one. You might need something. I don't know. See, I'm not a steak kind of sure. I get it like okay.
0: At most, I'll get a steak once a year. So. Oh gosh. Yeah, not a no not no.
1: Least. <laughs> You're just like, oh no, what are you doing? What Yeah, I don't know how you survive. <laughs> I have to have I have to have steak at least once a week or I'm not okay. Going through <laughs> <laughs> do withdrawals, that's bad. <laughs> it's probably terrible for my body, but at least if I die I'm gonna die happy and healthy. I mean you there work it so. off, right? You know? Has to. I have, I have to. But I'm pretty sure you're only supposed to have like red meat once a month, but I surpass that. Very
0: bad I mean, you know what 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 is what what's it saying what doesn't kill you makes you strong <laughs> <laughs> has
1: to. the protein that's has going. to go somewhere protein has to go somewhere. I don't know where it goes, but no one's knocking me off the ball, so I actually I to stick to it
0: see
1: <laughs> uh-huh. oh,
0: <that's> <laughs> uh do you have any pregame routines or rituals that you normally do
1: um. I have to put on my grippy socks. Like you can kind of see in the picture. I wear like two different socks. I used to not do that. But now, ever since I've started doing it, it's just like, it's just a thing. I have to work out my grippy socks. I have to play on my grippy socks.
0: So now, when did we start doing that?
1: I started doing this this past summer. And when I did it, I had a really good practice. Probably the best practice I had in a very long time. And so I just, I stuck to it and i was like this is weird like putting on like it's like these little short socks and it has grit like um like rubber kind of on the bottom of the foot so your foot doesn't shift in your boot and then you put your you cut your sock you have your long sock and you cut the heel off and you put it over your leg and it looks cool too i'm not going to lie i love this picture of me it's my favorite picture i look so cool
0: <laughs> oh that's great i guess my final question now because now I now you you've been you've been hounding your boy. I, I talked to um Mr. Landon on nice last day all yes. before he mentioned to
1: me. I'm I'm mad at y'all. Me,
0: he mentioned to me, hey, do you know a soccer player by the <laughs> name of Myers? He's like telling me to go to the games. And I was like, Oh yeah, I know who's here. Yes. So I just I was seeing
1: Yeah the, now.
0: I <laughs> was serious that you, you you waited until there was like two home games left to then decide
1: that you <laughs> wanted
0: to apply the pressure for us Cause... to come and it's just like well at that point I mean the options were slim to none. No, and then the y'all... one day I'm going to go, I get allergies <laughs> out the wazoo. So Wait,
1: I was, was just that, like, that was our senior day, right? That, that was your day. senior day. I had plenty oh, yeah, to good, go. Good. No, good thing you didn't come. Good thing you didn't come. We lost our day. Don't come. I, I lost my line.
0: I lost my <laughs> line. But I was going to go. And then at first I was like, okay, it, it's, it's raining. I'm probably not going to go. Then it stopped. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, all right, I can go. And then I was like, mm-hmm. sinuses said do not go. So
1: um, <laughs> no. I <did> not go. <laughs> I'm so mad because it's Landon. And who's the other guy that does the pictures and videos? Oh, what's his name? can't think of him right now. But they're always at the football games and all their pictures and videos look so nice. And I'm like, you guys, we beat Mankato unranked. We beat them when they were like number five or number seven. I should have told y'all to come. And then we had really good games. And then my bestie Gerald was taking our pictures. He only came to once or twice. Like, we didn't have that many pictures, and I okay. wanted everybody to come. We needed to pack the stands.
0: Listen, I, I need you to cut Gerald a break, though. Gerald, I, I love Gerald. Gerald is
1: them. so – he's so cute. He's, his pictures are so great, but I hate every single time he goes to OU and he doesn't come to Arguson. Listen, 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 Gerald
0: – listen, Gerald – Charlie has to do what he has to do. Okay. I, we, can't, we can't just we can't just Gerald. He has to do what he has to do.
1: <laughs> no, because I love when Gerald takes my pictures because Gerald made me look good in all my pictures. And I'm like, Gerald, are you coming to our senior night? He goes, Well, let me I said, no one's playing, Gerald, but us. You need to be at our game. And then he didn't come. No one came to our senior day. That's what I was so mad about. I was like, why didn't nobody take pictures of us on our senior day? And then I told Landon to come, and then I thought because I thought we were going to get home field advantage um, for the for the playoff game. We didn't get home field advantage. so I said, "Dang, that's upsetting. That's upsetting." Then I, there was there was no time, but I felt like everybody should have came before that. So now we have one spring game against ORU, and I don't care if we win or lose. I better see everybody that has a camera and their mamas and their friends and their friends' friends at that game. I better see everybody there. Now, do we know when this spring game is? I do. I do. I I actually do. Okay. Let me see. Let me find it. It's against ORU. And where's this picture at? I'm about to get upset. Okay. It is March 4th. I don't know the time yet, but March 4th. Everybody mark your calendars. It's free admission. If you, if it's not free admission, I'll sneak you in. We'll get y'all right. Spring game. I want everybody, mamas, 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 friends, 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 everybody.
0: Okay. I will make a note of that. I'm in order <laughs> that right now. And tomorrow, I will touch base with Mr. Landon. And, Love. um... See if he's available that day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't. I should be available that day. I'm thinking. I don't know. That's like four months out. So uh, yeah. we'll. we'll I'll,
1: I'll tell you this.
0: The show <laughs> show will try to be there for that.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely leave- during game, after game interview, locker room, locker room <laughs> post party. Everybody's invited. Everybody's got to come because. Landon's pictures. What Landon and the other guy does is, I love, I love what they do, and I'm, I'm jealous. I'm very jealous. And now they're at basketball. Very yeah. jealous. Yeah. I'm very jealous.
0: Yeah, we, yeah, you know, Landon, Landon does fantastic work. I'm glad mm-hmm. that we stumbled upon the fact that he does this, even though he withheld it from me for like. <laughs> three months, you know, he's just, <laughs> just the conversation. Oh yeah. I do some sports. Like, oh, okay, cool. Can I see some of your stuff? And he pulls that out and it's like landing yeah. on, on me,
1: my man. Uh, yeah, so, his stuff is so nice.
0: It is. So, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out because um, <laughs> I, I do plan to make some soccer games the coming season. I, I got more yeah. time now, somewhat more time now. So we'll, we'll, we'll try, we'll, this show show make a conscious effort to, to appear at some soccer games.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't tell you how many, yeah.
0: but we'll Man, Just a be,
1: couple, just a couple, just a couple words.
0: Try to be at some, try to be at some, mm-hmm. because because you, cause you all are really good and, and you've been good and I just, you know, I remember a student paper, you guys really good. So I, I mm-hmm. need to, I got to do a better job now that I have more time
1: because mm-hmm. I
0: used to work for the NBA. That was, that was not, that was not great schedule. So, you mm-hmm. know, but we yeah. were good now, so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, okay. Well, um, okay, well, you, you kind of already went ahead and gave your spiel, so, um, well, I appreciate you taking the time this evening to come on and talk to us. Um, had a interesting conversation, to say the least. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: despite many, many differences, uh, you're, you're more than welcome to come back on again and uh, Wishing you the best of luck this off season and into your grandma season. Or something.
1: <laughs> no, thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> so again, I want to thank Amaya for taking the time to come on and talk to me here. That's I, I uh, definitely one of the more fun interviews I've had the pleasure of conducting there. Uh, I, I, like I said before, I'm gonna try to make more of an effort to get to some more useful outings. So. Obviously, you know, Landon's been turning it up on the the basketball end over there as well. Uh, We will hopefully have a podcast with him soon. I'm going to have to catch a basketball game here first. I have a list of some of those guys I want to also bring on when the time comes. Also going to try to make some softball games here. I know that's a very good program there under head coach Cody White. Uh, Like I said before, definitely going to try to make that March 4th exhibition game against all robbers for sure um like i said uh we should you should hear i will say within the coming weeks over on the youtube channel we'll have the 2022 football season position breakdowns uh as i mentioned before we will go we'll go quarterback running i don't know yet don't me to that yet i'm trying to figure out how i want to do this uh, it, it, but I just know those should be coming starting mm, in, the, in the next two weeks or so. It depends on how much I get done this weekend. Um, Because I have all the footage because I've got the highlight videos. It's just more so I have to record um my audio and then put it together. It just depends on... If I'm feeling productive Saturday night, Sunday, it just kind of depends. Um, I did enjoy kind of having that reset last week with the big Thanksgiving. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. I might take this week off as well, this weekend off as well. And then return to it next weekend. That might be what's happening because uh, the conference championship games are this weekend. So, uh, in the state. So, uh, that might be what happens, but ju- just just know it's definitely be up there at least the first few videos in the coming weeks, uh, and then I'm already uh, talking for our next football related one-on-one, and then obviously we we'll have to touch base here with Dante and Johnny uh, in the near future here to see when they're available to come on as well. But uh, just just know we do have more content on the way. It might be slow. Uh, for now but uh, we're about to be kidding you over the head with a, with a lot of content so uh, again I appreciate everybody that has supported that continues to support please continue to do so until next time my name is Jonathan Goodo
1: aka JG Smooth I'll talk to you all later